Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. Sorry, Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Yo, what is up? It is your boy Johnny Mags back at you once again for another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am joined as always with Dan Garcia. And we are at Halo Haven headquarters today. The curator makes his triumphant return once again after a one week hiatus. One week, so it's it's getting better. It's getting better. So uh yeah. So we have Curator's Chronicles this week. Uh before we get going, uh summer is the best time of the year. We're talking vacation, the beach, lots of sun, and of course sports. While you're sipping on your favorite beverage by the pool, why not get a little action on the games? Whether you like MLB, MMA, golf, or anything else, MyBookie is the place to bet. Their mobile site is easy to use and allows you to make bets from anywhere. No hustle, no waiting in line, no need to get off the couch. Now is the perfect time to replenish your bank account after that vacation and to make sure you've got plenty of bankroll coming this football season. Maybe you want to drop a futures bet on the next year's NBA championship or to back your favorite player to win the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, because if you pick the Raptors, you got a blah this uh, this year. Right. My bookie wants you to have such, so much fun as possible this summer. And what's more fun than winning money while watching sports? Just visit mybookie.ag today to get started. They try, Then try your luck at any outs outsmarting the odds makers but wait if you deposit with promo code angels today my bookie will give you a 50 percent discount uh, deposit bonus that's promo code angels at my bookie you play you win you get paid so check out my bookie so let's get let's get right into it man uh weekend review and this this week was a pretty exciting one because not only did uh history happen last night and we'll get into that but it was the freeway series in this week, and it's something that a lot of Angel fans look forward to, and that has to do with our poll question due later in the show. But before we get into that, the Angels played the Mariners on Friday. That was the day that we recorded. Andrew Heaney took the hill. He went five and two-thirds. He gave up six hits, five earned runs, two walks. He struck out ten, though, so that's a high high strikeout game, so a, big, a lar- you know, large pitch count. That's right. five, five and two-thirds. At least he got into the sixth. Um, the Angels got ahead early, but the Amps scored runs in the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, capped by the the big three runs, sixth inning. The Angels were only able to get two runs on four hits. So really no offense in this game for the Angels. Yeah, I mean, I guess the bright 
bright spot from this game is that Cole again is is continuing the um, Cole point uh, 2.0 from right. last season. Yeah. He had his 13th home run in this game in the second inning, um, which again he helps any kind of little production you get for someone like Cole, where maybe coming into this season you weren't expecting a ton. Definitely, definitely helps out. Um, you know, Andrew Haney. This is only his third start, so um, again, not bad. Uh, six strikeouts doesn't get out of the six, but you know, the it wasn't it wasn't a bad outing. You know, just kind of got away from towards the end, but um, leading up to that point, he was actually playing really, really well. Yeah, he pitched well. I mean, again, five and two thirds. At least he got into the six. He was one out away from getting out of the six. But again, you know, you only score two runs on four hits. You're probably not going to win too many games. So. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so heading into Saturday's game against the Ams, and you know Friday's game was the first, the first game against the Ams. Going into the second game, it was an opener game. Noe Ramirez took the hill. He he went one in the third, followed by Dylan Peters, who went five and two thirds to get up seven hits, three runs, four Ks. This was an offensive explosion, capped off by three straight home runs. Four, three, two Angels. First pitch. It's lifted high. Let's see what Otani can do against his friend Kikuchi. Slow breaking ball. That's launched out to left center field. Are you kidding me? Malik Smith, Mac Williamson, gone! Sayonara baseball! Otani Sean has made it three in a row. Wow! This crowd can't sit down. They're still on their feet. They can't believe what they just saw. So Lestella, Trout, and Otani. And then, you know, the battle. this was the first battle between Kikuchi and Otani. For the very first time, this this was a big deal for the people in Japan, and uh, you know Otani got the best of him in this one. Yeah, Otani um, grounded or got a, I think it was an in, infield, infield single single in the first inning, and then um, got out the second time he was up, and then he was part of that trifecta of home runs back to back to back. Um, that was awesome to see. I was I was there. Um, quick story: we're in a, we're in a section. You know, you start hearing people talking stuff like that. Um, some dude was back there with his friends talking and. Stella hits a home run and he's like, "Oh, that's cool." And then Trout hits a home run. And he's like, "It's like, man, there's no way Otani hits it." And, and it seemed because it was on the first pitch. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as it seemed like as soon as those words came off of his mouth, Otani hit a home run. <clears throat> the whole section just turned around and he just was like, "He's like, I don't." I don't know what to say. <laughs> it was awesome. It was it was something crazy to see. That was the first time I've ever seen anything. You know, I think I've seen like back to back home runs, but I've definitely at least not a person I've ever seen a back to back to back. Um, home run game and and that was really cool to see. Yeah, I, I saw one. I saw one. It was uh, Trout, Pujols, and I believe Ibanez, uh back in 2014. I think it was. I was there for that. So that's it's it's like as soon as like the mo- like just the excitement of a home run dies down and another one comes, like your excitement goes by. It's it's an awesome experience. So uh, yeah, the Angels win this one, 12 to three. It was you know an offensive explosion. Like I said, 12 runs on 16 hits. So. Uh, they even up the series heading into Sunday, and unfortunately, they dropped Sunday's game nine to three against the Mariners. Suarez went four and two thirds to give up um, two and runs, uh, two walks, six strikeouts. Tropiano, however, is the one that came in, pitched three and two thirds. He gave up five runs. Yeah, that. Yeah. So he struggled. Yeah, um, again, 
like you said, Suarez, this is his second um, big league start. Um, it seems like there's a pattern because the first start, he went 87 pitches. The second start, he went 88 pitches. So it seems like, at least for right now, they are kind of hesitant to probably tip him over that 90-pitch limit right now. So we'll right. see how that develops in the next coming weeks. But yeah. um, like you said, four and two-thirds, two uh, two earned runs uh, off of four hits. But the next four innings, I mean, you're talking about a single, a third by Allen, and then uh, three and two-thirds from Tropiano, nine hits, seven earned mm-hmm. runs, five mm-hmm. home runs. Yeah. Um, I think at that certain point, they just left Tropiano. And I kind of feel bad for him because you kind of saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. Like, hey, we, we need you to eat up innings. This is why we brought you up, whether you're struggling or not. But, to, I mean, that to be out there and just giving it up and, and knowing that – you're going to have to work through it. It just has to be like. Yeah. yeah. The Angels dropped that one. And with that loss, they dropped the series to the Mariners. So, unfortunately, they, that's a series that you want to win. Uh, unfortunately, again, they lost the series. Boom, in. boom, stays hot. Yeah. 15th uh, home run that game. Absolutely. So, he's making a vouch for the all-star team there. Uh, so, they're heading into Monday's freeway series. I'll be honest with you guys. I mean, the, the Dodgers are the best team in baseball. The record shows it. They got a tremendous lineup well not only that in the first game i think too you gotta look at who was pitching well yeah you Griffin had canning was probably the angel or probably pitching best, the best uh, out of the angels right now but they also ryu, had ryu and who's I think, best in baseball right i think it was his era like 1.35 yeah or something with nine and there. one yeah exactly yeah. and uh so canning did pitch in this game like it says six innings five hits three runs five strikeouts the dodgers took an early three nothing lead in the second and in the bottom of the second cole gets the angels on the board with a solo shot and in the bottom of the seventh, Trout goes yard, ties the game with a two-run shot of, him, of his own. That is out toward left center field. Verdugo racing back to the track. Gone! Big fly for Mike Trout. We're not worthy! We're not worthy! We're not- <laughs> and in the eighth, Joe Kelly and the Dodgers implode. The Angels loaded the bases without even putting the ball in play. Right. It's, they, wait, they scored two runs. Without a, without, sing- with, without a single base hit, no, which is they, pretty They loaded crazy. the bases without putting a ball in play. And the Angels scoring an error. Another break of a little dribbler toward third base. Here comes Muncy, fires to home. The force out and safe at the plate as the foot of Martin came off home play. So, which seemed to be an easy, maybe just a force out right, of the plate. Right, yeah. You think they would nope. just go home and eat it. That's fine. But the throw by Kelly forces, uh, what was it, Russell Martin? Russell Martin. Uh, behind the plate, up, over. And if you watched the replay on it, I was freaking out. It could have gone either way. Well, not even so much that, but you just, oh, I'm like sliding his with hand? your foot. His yeah. hand was like right under yeah. the cleat. If his he, hand. If that you know, throw makes him like kind of roll back. Right. His hand is stuck underneath that cleat. And I was like, get your hand out of there. What are you doing? You yeah. just got back. That was, that was scary. So uh, the Angels attack on another one and the Undertaker picks up the save. I don't have, yeah, I don't have the sound. Rest in peace. Um, yeah. So the Angels win this one five to three. And so take it, at least taking the first game was to me was already right. great. And we beat Ryu. We're Ryu, good. Yeah. It, it kind of was going into this next game. You're kind of like, okay, now we're playing with house money. Um, you know, kind of like I wasn't expecting a, a win in the series, at least this early. I thought it was going to come in the back end. Um, but Dodgers have been struggling with the bullpen. So once the bullpen did come in and were able to uh, keep it close, you know, it yeah, they got to the bullpen. It, it wasn't it wasn't like a six to three game or six to two game, and the yeah, Dodgers yeah. are way up. And you had to make up a lot of a lot of space. They kept it close. You know, they did like you said, Cole did touch Rayu for that one home run, which was cool. Um, you take anything you can get from him, but uh, Trout coming up in a big clutch situation was awesome. And then again, just being able to work that bullpen that has been struggling all year long. Yeah, and the, to me, I mean, again, like they they held that Dodger offense after they give he gave yeah. it three runs. That's it. Mm-hmm, exactly. So 
to be able to hold them, stay in the game, and let your offense take advantage of their bullpen is exactly what they wanted to do, and that's what they did. So heading into the final game of the series, it's only a two-game stand. Uh, it was an opener game for Cam Bedrosian, followed by Felix Pena, who only went three and two-thirds and gave up six hits, two runs, one walk, four strikeouts. The Angels scored all of their runs in the first inning as Otani took Maeda deep with a solo shot. That's the second home run in the week against a, uh, a Japanese pitcher. So that little Japanese yeah, little, battle right uh-huh. there won by Otani. Um, later in the inning, the Angels scored another run on a uh, good win single, and then followed by a three-run shot by Mr. Justin Boyer returning from Salt Lake. This one shot out towards center field. Hit well. Verdugo back. Gone. Three-run Jimmy Jack. Five-nothing Halos. And that would be enough for the Angels as they hold on and beat the yeah, Dodgers that, five to three. I was it Woo! was and two of those uh, out of three runs came off of, uh, from Muncie, mm-hmm. and and yep. there was another situation later in the game where he, he just barely it. missed yeah. it. I mean, it was or on the warning ahead, track. Yeah, um, something interesting that happened from this game. Um, I took away from it was Buttree going an inning in a third, and then Robles picking up the save. Ding. Undertaker picks up the save. Yeah. Um, and going one and two thirds. Yeah. I mean, it was a long um, save for him. And, and yeah. I usually, at least with Robles, I haven't felt extremely comfortable with him picking up a save when it comes to more than three outs. I mean, if you get him in an inning, I think he's great. But he has been kind of shaky when it comes to that um, going for the, the four or fifth out kind of save situation. So um, it's good to see those guys get kind of stretched out. But, you know, the way that bullpen has been going recently, you're, you you would kind of hope they didn't need to. But, um you know, with the off day coming up on the on the twelfth, I, I can see how they felt. Maybe that was necessary. But anytime you are able to um, sweep the in town rival or cross town rival, even if it's two games, you'll as an Angel fan, you'll take it for sure. For sure, I'll, I'll take the uh, the series series win round one of the freeway series. Go to Angels. I wouldn't call it a sweep. I don't. I don't consider a two game thing a sweep. Yeah, but we'll see how the other two go. And yeah, um, if they go four, no, then we'll say yeah, that's a sweep. Yeah. But but they took round round one of the freeway series. So like you mentioned on on the twelfth, it was finally the Angels get an off day, but it was a travel day. Yeah, it was a travel day. But, but they didn't have to play. They didn't have to practice. They didn't have to do. You know, Man, all that yeah, so. so that's good. They landed in the only bad thing is though that that for last Dodger game was at night, so they landed in St. Pete like super early the right. next day. So, um, but at least you got a day off and, yeah. and a day away from the park at least. So, I have here on my notes for yesterday's game, which was on the 13th, the Angels won five or three. Otani hit for the cycle, nothing else matters. It was a weird, weird game. <laughs> Let's just start off before we get to the whole Otani thing and making the history. A lights third, out performance. Third, yeah, th- yeah. There you go, man. I didn't dun. Um, thirty-six minute delay for the lights going out, Tropicana, and I was shocked to find out that's the second time it's happened this year. Of course, it would. I Freaking mean, I, I, I mean, maybe this should be a poll question: Who has the worst stadium, the A's or the oh, no, Rays? Got to be the Rays, dude. Because the Rays, I mean, at least the A's have been playing there since like the seventies. You know, it's yeah, the same okay. stadium. The, what, what are the raises excuse? I, poor planning. God, terrible. <laughs> but at least I will, well, I say, well, we'll say about the trop, they don't have sewage getting backed up into uh-huh. the visitor's locker room yeah. when uh, yeah. someone plugs it up. So I guess it's a draw. But kind of, no, like you said, it's a very historical day, and it started off like this. Nobody out. Go ahead. Drives one out toward left center field. Kiermaier going back and at the wall. Gone. Big fly. Otani shot. A three-run shot. Halos take the early lead. So yeah, Otani starts off the game or starts off his first at bat with a home run. You a know. liner, like a laser. Yeah, it wasn't anything like 
it wasn't huge. It was it was it was quick off the bat. It was you know like you said line drive, um, awesome start for again a team in the Rays that's good. That's you know it's not the Rays from you know five six years ago. It's a really good team. Yeah. So uh, Otani's next at bat. The show hit lines went out to left field, and that will hit the wall. One hop to Kiermaier. Shohei on his way to second. He's got himself a double. Home run and a double. So he's halfway to the cycle, Gooby. Dude, he called it. Yeah, it was funny. Gooby, or he was just messing around like, oh, yeah, look, halfway to the cycle. No big deal. And this is about the time where um, they had the, the outage, the power outage. What I was surprised, too, is that because it was three six minutes that Skaggs actually mm-hmm. ended up he coming. He went back out. Uh-huh. Um, again, he had a, a pretty good day. He went five innings, gave up seven hits, three earned runs, five strikeouts. But all three of those um, runs were in the fifth. Uh-huh. You know, and, and it was, I think it was three hits in a row with yeah. two outs yeah. that he seems to be struggling with. He he looks lights out for the first, you know, couple innings, but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's a mental thing at this point, just getting over that fifth inning um, hump. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, again, he was able to get out of the fifth inning. He was able to keep it close. Um, and then Otani does this. Breaking ball. He hooked this one into the right field corner. See if he can get a triple out of it. Shohei. He's going to yeah, try to go to third, absolutely. Long run for Avi Garcia, and we're almost to the cycle. All he needs is a single. At this point, I think I texted you and both you and Chris and my wife said, hey, fifth inning, Otani needs a single for the cycle. Like It, it wasn't like, oh, he needs a triple or, oh, he needs to connect one for a home run. No, he has a single. I mean, I don't know about you, but I was like, hey, just, you know, bloop one, and even if it's mm-hmm. going to the wall, just sit at first or base. In, or an infield single. Um that triple was like the easiest triple I've ever he, seen in my he, life. He coasted into that. Yeah. It was just so it was right down the line, perfectly placed. And then I think even too the way that wall is, it's it's not a, a straight wall. There's kind of a weird angle to it, so it actually hit that angle and actually worked itself away from the mm-hmm. fielder coming to get it. So it, again, it, it bought him another couple seconds to make it even an easier um, triple. Right after the triple, um, Pools has a home run that made him 200 home runs as an Angel, which gives him also. 200 home runs with two different teams. I think he's only a handful of, of uh, players to actually do that, which was, I think, that was pretty I interesting. I think he's the sixth guy ever. Yeah, yeah. which that was pretty interesting. And then uh, coming up again for his last at-bat, probably in the game, uh, history was made. Nobody out. Go ahead. Drives one out toward left center field. Kiermaier going back and at the wall. Gone. Nobody out. Go ahead. Drive. Oopsie. I see I put H for hit, and it was actually the home run, but you know what Come happened. Come on. Come on. Yeah, you know, it's a long day. What can I say? Well, he got a hit. He got a bloop he got a single. He got a bloop single. Um, it was funny, though, too, because if you look at the alignment, they were playing him with a shift. He could have laid down a bunt yeah, and beat sure. it out. I mean, the nearest guy was playing shortstop. That was the third baseman. I was like, this bunt. Just you know bunt. Just you bunt. know the most important thing about him hitting for the cycle is? Two. Exactly. Bobblehead. Another bobblehead. Yeah, two. Yeah. Yo, it, it was it's it was definitely going to be a. Uh, That's all that mattered to mm-hmm. me. Bobblehead, bobblehead, bobblehead. Yep. Yep. So yeah, the Angels win this one five to three. Oh, I found it. Oh, wait. Shohei, a little flare out to right center field. There's a base hit, and Shohei Otani is just hit for the cycle. There we go. There, I found it. Angels win five three for the third time, for third day in a row. No, yeah, uh, not not wow. that one day. Wait, yeah, third game in a row. I didn't even notice yeah. that pattern. Yeah, You're right. 
Five three baby five. That's fifteen five, uh, fifteen runs in three games. Wow, that's kind of crazy. I did not notice that was yeah. th- three straight games winning five three. Um, for people that don't know, Otani's the first Japanese born player which is, to which hit is a surprising cycle. To me, I, I was too. I thought for sure Ichiro or yeah, at least I mean, Matsui. Each well, Ichiro I would think would be more likely than Matsui because of, of the triple. And Otani or not Otani. Uh, Ichiro has always said people have always said even though he doesn't show it a lot, he's always said people have always said he's had he has power. I think he topped out at like 15 home runs. It was his season high when he was with Seattle. Right. But you would just think the way he's able to get on base consistently, able to run, that there would have been a single game where he could put it all together. But no, I mean, second, not even a second full season in the majors, and this this kid already has a um, cycle underneath his belt. So that was that was cool to see, even though it wasn't in person, even though it wasn't even in Anaheim. Um, the fact that. You know, for the most people coming home from work, you can turn it on and then at least see the last two at bats and uh, kind of see history made was really really cool. Yeah, it's always interesting. Uh, uh, it, it's it's something that doesn't happen often. Uh, you hit for the side, you hit a single, a double, a triple, and home run. That's that that what do you what the cycle? The cycle. It's, <laughs> it's the cycle. You hit a home run. Yeah. That's the only type of hits you can get, and you right. got them all in one. Yeah, game. And, that's and, pretty you know, and this is what the the first cycle since Trout did it in. Um, what was it in 2013? 2013. 13, and then Sean Figgins did it in 06. So it's not the, exactly the van in before that. The van in the state of, yeah, Dave Winfield, uh, Dan Ford, Jim Fergosi has two. So, you, you know, there's something to work forward to. But, um, yeah. uh, great, great being able to have a little bit of history for a player mm-hmm. that has not been around that often with the Angels, at least. And he's already, um, making an impact. Remember when, people, sure. maybe when people were like, don't let him bat because right. of his arms and right. stuff like that. So we have some interesting emails regarding Otani. So we'll get, we'll get to, to that. Later in the yeah, show. But, definitely. Um, as we're recording today on Friday, the angels are up four one in the bottom of the six. Uh, so they have, uh, two more games in Tampa and then they head to Toronto for another four games and then St. Louis. So maybe uh, maybe those Toronto games will be completely empty because everyone's still going to be like super hungover yeah, hung from over. the from the NC, from the uh, ML, uh, NBA, NBA championship. championship. Kawhi the, Riverside, baby. Yeah. So uh, again, but I don't know if we have, if you have any real news. I mean, there's a lot of little the, transactions. Yeah, here and there. transactions are always kind of a deal, and I stopped keeping track with because yeah. like after every game, there's like a player moving up, moving down. I guess the only really updates, I guess you could say, is Simmons and Upton. Upton. Um, I went to the game on Saturday for against the Mariners, and if you were there, you probably noticed Simmons running on the field. And this is again, this is last Saturday, so a lot has happened since then. But he was running on the field then. Um, he's seemed to progress in that since then. And um, uh, Osman said he hopes to get him back before the start of July. And as we sit here, oh, nice. it's the 14th. I mean, we're halfway through June, so um, you know maybe another two weeks he he, he gets back out there. Um, Upton said they said about Upton he could be activated as soon as um, this road trip. So it'll be interesting to see. He's been with 66ers now for it seemed like almost about a week. About a week for yeah. a week. So yeah, because last Friday we were there, yeah. and that was his first outing as a 66er. So um, you know he seems to be struggling a little bit. He's batting under 200 with the, with Ellen Empire right now. So, but these are his like you know because he missed spring training. Spring, tra- and, he missed and, spring and, training and exactly the same thing that happened with Otani. Yeah, I mean if you just take out um, if you take out the beginning of the season and just focus on his last 16 games, um, he's batting over 300. He has six home runs and 18 RBIs. His on base percentage is over a thousand. So again, Otani had that kind of yeah. 
hump i guess you want to get over and so hopefully this is upton's little hump and when he gets back and um you know there's always something to say too about being able to play in a big league park and get that kind of adrenaline going again him being back with the team and get that adrenaline going and then when we talked to him too it was about getting his legs back underneath he said after that first game he's like i I know i'm gonna be sore i know i'm gonna be sore it's hard to run full speed and full go when you're nursing a toe or anything that's on the lower half in real Um, game situations exactly so different we'll see how that goes but they definitely said you know, look forward to possibly, and they're kind of covering their own their own when ass they get on that. Home. Yeah, yeah. When they this uh, road trip, and then again Simmons, possibly by the end of the month. But um, you know, maybe you don't rush him back. But we'll, we'll see how that goes. But as far as like injury news, um, I think Cahill did a little bit of. Mm. Um, Flat ground toss today, but again, Meh. for Angels fans, they're not really really Meh. concerned about that. Same thing with Harvey. Uh, same thing with Harvey. Like, yeah, he got another setback in AAA, but hey, whatever. It almost seems like keep him out. Keep yeah, him out. yeah. Out. I mean, you know, when you got you got guys like Canning who stepped up, and you know, even even Tropiano who struggled, you got guys who can give you innings, and that's the support part. So that's a good thing. There's depth there, although it's not all star quality depth. You know, there's depth there, and, and the Angels. You know, luckily they have guys like Tropiano they can go to. You know. And again, remember, guys, you know, J.C. Ramirez is working his way back, hopefully Keenan Middleton. And so that only adds that, depth. That's going to be huge for the bullpen. Yeah. I honestly think the way it's going now, J.C. will go to the yeah. bullpen to give them someone that can go three or four innings. Because no way, if you look at the game against um, Tampa Bay yesterday, he went two and two thirds. Great. And he did yeah. awesome. Two yeah. hits, two Ks. Um, you know, getting that kind of inning production from him uh, was awesome. Cam came in and got the save. Uh, so if you, you rely on guys other than Buttree and, and Robles to get those kind of in-between innings and not force them to go an inning and a third, inning and two-thirds, yeah. it's going to help the Angels in the long run. Yeah, so, well, that's going to wrap it up for the week in review and our news for uh, this week. Uh, we're going to head into commercial break, but I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket-buying experience instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal. Let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot makes great deals, yellow dot good deals, and a red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code Code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Hey, hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. This is Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. 
We are back. So, again, thank you to our sponsors. Again, that's SeatGeek, Groom Goon, and www.epicradiotv.com. All right. So, next segment of our show is our, our weekly segment. Uh, Dan, take it over, man. Yeah. So, again, this is our weekly poll question for our All Angels podcast. You can follow the poll question on Halo underscore Haven. That's our Twitter and Instagram feed. Um, so, if you follow us on there, we post when it's up on both so you make sure you go to twitter and vote cause that's the only way that's the only uh, place we do it but um so with upton we talked about it, working his way back through uh single a and empire my question this week to the people out there was um, when upton comes back who's going to be the odd man out and your options were justin upton brian goodwin caesar Pueyo. Pueyo. yeah I, yeah whatever cole or cole calhoun so 45% said Caesar, 29% said Brian Goodwin, 16% said Cole, and only 10% said Upton. I voted Caesar because I I don't think you send Brian Goodwin down and he's another another lefty bat that you could use. Well, yeah, and speed and you know, we've heard from a source that in a formidable source that Puello's not great defense. Not that Goodwin's uh horrible, no. but you'd rather have speed out there but, in the outfield too. Yeah, the only the thing that that interests me and I have to I should have looked it up but I running over here I didn't have a chance to, but I think Caesar might be out of options. Oh wow. So if he's out of options, do they risk I think they risk it. I don't think you let Goodwin go. He's a little well, too the, valuable. The, the only thing too is that the Angels have been working him out at first, and like I don't know how far that's gonna go or right. what, what that deal is, because um, he has been on a little bit of a streak. Um, he has been able to, to produce some power numbers, which right. you know any team will take right now. But um, it'll be interesting to see how that how that works out. Or maybe and, they cut. Maybe it's not even either any of those guys. Maybe uh, you know with Simmons coming back, Tovar is a guy out, and you just have another. You have Goodwin and Upton on out there. Yeah, but then you, know. you don't have a, a backup infielder. Oh, you got Fletcher. No, because you're going to have – oh, yeah, that's true. R- Fletcher. Renhifo is still there. Renhifo is still there, yeah. So, so it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, again, you know, he's been producing. He has – you know, I know small sample size. He's only had 36 at-bats, but he's batting over 400. I mean, so no, he, I is, mean, yeah. he is – he is doing pretty well there. Has three home runs. Um, 11 RBIs again, but only 36 at bat. So the right. power numbers are good. Batting average, obviously, you can't expect that to carry over. But no. I, I, I do kind of feel like he might be the yeah, well, man now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With the options given, yeah, he's. He, I don't just don't think Goodwin is. He's too valuable to the team. You could, you, he could lead off. He could bat ninth. You could put him. You know, he's an outfield. He's your fourth outfield. He's right. quick. He's. You know, I mean, you can't. You just can't. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what happens. And again, we'll see if they end up bringing back. Um, if they end up bringing back the uh, good, or not good one, Upton and the um, what am I trying to say? Uh, this get it together. Yeah, I know. See, I'm trying to type and do all this stuff together. Uh, one of those days, no. But see if they bring Goodwin uh, Upton back during this off road uh, road trip and, yeah. and and make it work then. Because again, um, we'll have Upton questions too in the email. I saw one, so we'll get to how we think that's going to affect everything. But that's the poll question again. Uh, look for it every Monday ish uh, on our Twitter account, Halo underscore Haven. We'll also post the question on Instagram, but the way you vote is go to our Twitter, give us a follow and share and like it to uh, help us spread the word out there. Awesome. So it's about that time. It's everyone's favorite time of the favorite segment of the show. It's another edition yep. of the Curators Chronicles. Let's go. 
You're absolutely right. This is another edition of the Creators Chronicles. I am back from a, a one-week vacation in Maui. Ooh. But I did find a baseball field on the road to Hana, really deep in, like 50 miles deep into some... It was, uh, what do you say, the spring training home of who? Spring training home for the San Francisco Heels, Seals of the PCL. Yeah, okay. Before the Giants came about. But uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. Always find baseball where... Where I'm at, so always searching that out. Uh, that's so why we this, call you the curator. That's yeah, why we call you the know. curator. That's why, that's why I am who I am. All right, so this comes from a book, as always, by J- Angel's Journal by John Snyder. i uh, got two for you today, June 13th and also June 14th. Uh, so June 13th in the great year of 1998. 1998. That was an awesome year for the Angels. Not really. Okay, yeah. It's, it, New stadium. Yeah. So, uh, the Angels score seven runs in the fifth inning and route the Rangers 18-6. to six. In Arlington, uh, Gary DeSarcina collected five of Anaheim's 21 hits with two doubles, a triple, and two singles and five at-bats. Jim Edmonds had four hits, three of them doubles, and six at-bats and scored four runs. So Gary DeSarcina had five hits. Didn't hit for the cycle, though. Had the two doubles, a triple, and two singles. Gary DeSarcina, though, always was fond. Um, I'm very fond of him because you talked about summer and what all summer brings, right? Mm-hmm. Like baseball is always associated with summer. Right. My mom made me, when I was out of school during summers, write letters to baseball teams like asking for their fan package and i'd write them to every team saying i was their biggest fan right even though that wasn't true um but i also had a book and you know what i'm talking about there was a book that used to be published that had all the addresses of all the players in mlb which would never be published today never no way but back then it was all good simpler times and some people still live at those addresses, and I have that book. But I wrote letters to MLB players, and some would write back. And Gary DeSarcina wrote back, signed the cards that I sent, and I always remember that. And that that was, you know, you know, like that can make or break a player for you. For sure, Gary Gary DeSarcina was a valuable player for the Angels. If he doesn't break his thumb in '95, mm-hmm. the Angels might might have gone into the uh, one of the West that year. He was like the team leader. He was like batting 330 at the time. All-star. And that was, that was back when the angels didn't have too many stars. No. So yeah, yeah. He held it down at short. I mean, yeah, for before him, like I think your biggest shortstop Dick was Schofield. Fregosi. Oh, for He has Schofield and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Like Gary DeSarcina. And then you also had Jim Edmonds in there. And if you watch uh, real housewives of orange oh, County, which I don't, but for some reason I know that he was on there. Yeah. And he uh, started his own candle business. Yeah, is <laughs> is Jim Edmonds a top uh, top five Angels outfield? Not in my book. Not in your book. No. All right. Just just throwing that out there. I mean, defensively, see. defensively, yeah, all time like greatest. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, second one I have today. This is actually forty five years today. Dang. Forty five years ago today, Nolan Ryan threw, according to folklore. 235 right. pitches, <laughs> 235 pitches in 13 innings, and the Angels win in 15 innings. Well, we got Tom Duino on Instagram Live right now, and he, he like, Mr. Nolan Ryan over there, he could probably tell you if it's true or not. He was probably there. He was probably there. <laughs> he did say on the, on the Instagram. Or he probably has his jersey from he, that game or he, something. He did say on Instagram that the mailing list, I think, is still available. 
<laughs> he sends them. He's still doing it. Yeah, so 15, or 19 batters. It was his third time he did it that season. That's insane. Um, and crazy. John and I play on a vintage baseball league at Riverside Smudge Pots on Instagram. Whoop, Shameless whoop. plug. But we had a game in Redondo at Redondo last Sunday, and our pitcher threw a lot of pitches. Yeah. And he was 21 years old, and he probably threw like 130. I would say 130, 130. pitches. And to think of to throw, yeah, I know. <laughs> but he said he had a rubber arm, so um, two hundred and thirty-five pitches. Yeah. And then there, people doubt that number, but you think about it, he had ten walks. It's 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 crazy to think. But Louis Tiant threw fourteen in the third. Wow, it's crazy to think that his whole career, his career spanned over twenty years, and never had a serious arm injury. Mm-hmm. And even if he did, I don't think he said anything. And he just pitched through it. it. No. That's and crazy. Pitch counts weren't even in play or counted until 1988. So, yeah. And since then, it's uh, this is according to MLB.com, the article that I'm reading off. But uh, Edwin Jackson had the no hitter he had. It was like 140. So yeah, I remember that. Really I remember that. No, that. there's no, there's no way that even even get close to that. Yeah. There's no way now in today's times anyway. But yeah. All right. Anyways, there it is. Cool. Well, now you've listened to another edition of the Curator's Chronicles. You should let me sing it and just yeah, just get the uh, yeah, very get good. the background noise very and I'll good, sing it. Yeah. Tom DeWino did come with an update. 1975 bone or elbow surgery, uh, bone chips. Yeah, but it it how long did it sideline him for? Like he's back like in a couple months probably, or you know, it's crazy. Like they don't make elbows like they used to. Yeah, that because uh, somebody gets that now, he's shut down. You know, he's probably clamoring to get precautionary back. reasons. He pitched again on three days rest. <laughs> that is freaking crazy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so let's get let's get into our email questions, which are always fun. You can let's send us emails at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. That's allangelspodcast at gmail.com. First one comes from Duncan Healy. We know Duncan Healy is one of our loyal listeners from Dead Horse, Alaska. I was trying to I was trying to think about Dead Horse. What would, would be, be a good little sound? Yeah. I and, don't know. Like Hansel Robles is like the Undertaker, and they call him the horse, and the Undertaker's dead. I don't know. I, I kind of want to get something going there for, for old Duncan. You're right. Yeah. Oh. We're beating a dead horse. Yeah. Hey As there, he says off mic. Yeah. Hey there, guys. Wow, Otani is amazing. I will have to admit, when we signed him last year, I thought, okay, this guy will be a good pitcher and a decent hitter. Any offense we can get from him will be icing on the cake. But holy smokes, is he a better hitter than pitcher? I know we've only had a sample size of his pitching, but how can he be any better? Insane. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot to tell you. He pitches also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, again, this is something that I don't think anyone has the information to really be like, oh, he's going to do this. Because this has never really yeah, been at happened. At the major league level. At the na- yeah, major. I mean, you see it all the time in college. You see it all the time. Um, all that stuff. Um, in the lower levels. But at this level, at the at the major league level, you never see it. So, um, yeah, any kind of offense you get from this guy, I mean, it, you're kind of showing this year what his, like, full-time potential I, as, I just, as a hitter could be. I just – I feel like how do you, when he comes back as a pitcher, how do you replace him in that lineup? Because well, he's oh, not yeah. going to pitch that day. No. He's not going to hit that day. 
and the next day and the day before. Yeah. So that's three um, ga- three games right there where he's not going to be in the lineup. Right. And, and it's funny though too because when they got when he got signed, all the all the talk was like, no, he's a good hitter. He's a good hitter, but he's going to be a uh, a pitcher. pitcher. He's he's that's his thing. He's going to be a pitcher. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it, it's just I don't know what. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with um, with Otani. I mean, at least this year he can focus on the hitting part of it and work that. Um, if you have watched games the past week and probably even a little longer, that the base running is an issue for him right now. Um, taking secondary leads, picking up his coaches when he's turning around bases. I mean, that's something super minor for someone like that. But um, it just kind of shows that everyone has something to work on. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it's awesome to see him yeah. produce. And he, like I said, if you take away um, coming into today – his last 16 games, so you kind of just throw away the beginning of the season because it's like his spring training. He's batting 323 with six home runs and 18 RBIs, which, you know, like I said, it's crazy because, um, you know, he didn't have spring training, and he kind of used the beginning of the season for that, and now that he's able to find his groove, um, he's just been on fire. Yeah. Um, next email comes from Jason Greenbaum, and he uh, t- he titled the, the subject title is O O H apostrophe T A N I apostrophe apostrophe or I, uh, exclamation point. I saw that. That, that was Otani. Yeah, I, I, that was yeah, clever. I like it. He said, "What a game yesterday from Otani. Once, once he got that triple, it was pretty much ap- a- academic. It's exciting to think about him and Trout in that lineup for years to come, mixed with guys like Adele, Marsh, Canyon, and Suarez. I like what I see. So it's more of a comment, but yeah, right, I like yeah. the future the, of this team. The, the young talent." Um, <laughs> Joe, I should have looked up his stats. Since he's come back from his injury and got bumped up to double A um, from playing with Inland Empire for like a week, um, he's been killing it too. He's been doing really, really well. Again, I don't know if the injury early in the sp- or late in the spring, early in the season is going to delay his um, eventual, uh, yeah, eventual uh, promotion to MLB. I don't know if it's going to be the beginning of next year. I kind of think it might be pushed back to yeah. middle to late of next year, depending on obviously injuries and all that stuff. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, um, we, we kind of talked about it earlier. Canning has been probably the most consistent starting pitching pitcher the Angels have had since he got called up, yeah. which is great. Suarez, you see they're still kind of playing with, with, yeah, kid, glo- with, with kid gloves. I mean, he hasn't got over that 90-pitch total yet, and I think that's on purpose. Right. Uh, Marsh is, is working back from an ankle injury right now. He's in Arizona rehabbing that, so hopefully we will talk to him soon about it but yeah th- for the most part the young talent is working its way up but then yeah otani trout they're not going anywhere for anytime soon so um those are definitely your quarterstones for this uh, offensively yeah. for this team for years to come it's exciting it's exciting so next email comes from trevor billings hi guys one game under the 500 mark entering today can we get there lol <laughs> tampa is a tough team let's see if they can get one more I've been liking what I have seen lately, especially after the series win against the Dodgers. How does the lineup look when Upton returns? We kind of touched on that earlier. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Upton might be a guy that bats, like, honestly, at least from the beginning, he might bat six. Hey, and I'm okay with that. Six or seventh, because you're not going to move Trout. You're not going to move Otani. Um, Halbert's looked really good when he has days off. When he's not playing, he's not nearly playing as much as before. When you're able to give him rest and he comes back after maybe a day or two, he looks really fresh and looks really productive. Yeah, I, um, yeah. You, so do, you, you just do, don't expect a 300 hitting no, no, Albert no, no, Pujols no. anymore. Yeah, but you can yeah. expect uh, at least right his now, power numbers are good. Yeah, you can at least I think at least another 25 25 home run yeah, kind of year for easy. Sure. Um, but giving him some rest. Um, we'll see. Bohr hasn't played a game since his, his game against the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers. So we'll see when he comes back or when he's has more at-bats, if he's fixed his 
um, struggles he had at the beginning of the year because if he can produce power numbers like Albert, but from the left side of the uh, plate, then you'll have a really good first base position that can produce. But um, when Upton gets back, if he finds his groove, this this offense, which is already kind of clicking, is definitely um, going to take a next step. And then step. you add Simba to that? Yeah. Yep. Uh, next one comes from Rob Lassings. He said, so I have been quite impressed with Noe Ramirez lately. He's been striking out a lot of guys and had been eating up some solid innings his last couple of outings. What do you guys attribute that to? I think just getting out there, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, people are going to be, especially relievers, they're going to be up and down. They're going to be, um, you know, they'll, they'll pitch good one one day. The next week they'll have a struggle. Um, but if you're just taking in Noe's June, so we're talking um, – you know, coming into today, because I don't know if he's going to get in today's game or not, but uh, five appearances, he hasn't given up an earned run yet, and he's pitched eight and two-thirds innings. So, um, but his his overall ERA is still pretty high because he has struggled yeah, earlier in, earlier the, in the year. So, um, maybe he's found something. Maybe it's just a good stretch. I don't know. But when Noe is on, he is a very oh, valuable yeah. pitcher because yeah. he can go – Two and two thirds, two and a third, one and one third. He can eat more than just the typical one yeah, yeah. inning and done kind of reliever. He, he's a he's a poor man's Scott Shields, if right. if you want to. Yeah, yeah that's he's fine. not as and good, then, but hey, but if he keeps on taking done. this step, then he yeah. can be a good Shields. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, next, and our last email comes from Lamar Washington. He says, "Yo, um, is I think it's Otani. It it's Otani. Otani. Yeah, is Otani finding his groove or what?" He's really coming around. What do you guys think his chances of him getting into the All-Star game or possibly the home run derby? I don't know about the All-Star game since he missed so much, but the J- the Japanese vote, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, well, the weird the weird thing about the All-Star game now is that they do like the initial um, vote and then the final three guys then go to like a runoff vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, um, the first glimpse, I guess, of the All-Star ballot came out earlier this week. And Otani's actually fourth in DH. Um, so you have J.D. Martinez, Hunter Pence, who's having a, actually a, like a resurgent kind of year. Yeah. I was really surprised by that. Yeah. Nelson Cruz and then Otani. Um, but if he keeps rolling, it's going to be hard for people not to vote him in that DH spot. Yeah. So definitely, Angel fans, go vote from the DH. Get him in that top three. And then I think, again, he's finding his groove, like like the emailer said. And then people start noticing that and get the vote in. As far as a home run derby, pass. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, you don't need someone that's coming back from Tommy John surgery. Whether or not it would affect his bat, uh, his his surgery or not, is this take a couple days off, watch it, you know, cheer on whoever's doing it. But I, I yeah, could, I, I could seriously just no. home run derby. Home run derby is weird. Like I love watching it. I just don't like watching it if there's like yeah, an angel in it. Don't get hurt. Yeah, I don't like. Oh, if, if don't, don't screw up your swing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, if there's yeah. a Yankee and a Cardinal and a Devil Ray or something in there, then great, go go at it. But for the most part, I'm like, I don't want an angel in it, but yeah. I love watching it. Oh, so. for sure. No, it's no doubt. It's always fun. But yeah, especially after Tommy John surgery. No, I'm good. Yeah, you can pass, Otani, please. Yeah. I'll um, just wait and, and see how that how that goes. Yeah. So that's it for the emails on uh, our email, which is allangelspodcast at gmail dot com. So you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email us there. We have anything going on yeah, over here on Instagram? Yeah, we have one question. He says, what will it take for the team to make the, make the playoffs this year? A prayer. Um, a really good streak. Um, a really good um, winning streak sooner or later. I mean, um, unless something crazy happens, and again, they're not necessarily like completely out of 
out of the playoff spot. They are out of the division. I would I would say that now, but um, if they get on a, get on a roll, stay hot, get these players back, get Upton back, get um, you know everyone stays healthy, Haney, um, Canning, all these guys stay healthy, they can make a run for it. Because as of right now, they're only two and a half back of the final wild card spot with way more than a half of the season left. So. It will be interesting to see how that goes when the season, as the season progresses. But um, you know, if you're taking bets, I probably would bet at this point that they miss it than them getting. Yeah, me too. I, I I said it at the beginning of the year. I don't think this team uh, has the uh, just the depth. I mean, they have depth pitching, but they don't have quality pitching staff to get them. Even if they were to get in, I don't think they'd get far. You know, Wild Card or something like that. I I just think this is a 500 team. You know, I don't I don't really think they have a shot. Um, we need a good pitcher. Yes, we do. I think we have one in Griffin Canning. So yeah, I he think just needs to develop. Develop. Um, I don't think you rush these guys. I don't think you rush. Um, I don't think you rush Canning. I don't think you rush Suarez. I don't think you rush those young guys. And Skaggs and Haney can can produce. I mean, they're inconsistent. They are no, very yeah, inconsistent, just, I and mean, I think if they are able to um, be more consistent, control their stuff, and maybe that's something they can work on during the season, then I think the the staff is fine. I, I think, like I said, I, this team wasn't built to win this year. This team no, is built no. to win in the next two or three, four years, like no doubt. Did you guys see that? Uh, some trade rumors today about yeah. Scherzer. You see the Scherzer God, no. for Adele, Chris no. Rodriguez. No, I think that's well. No, you why? Don't feel that, I don't think you can trade Chris Rodriguez. He's injured. He's 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 recovering. Even from still, a, I don't I don't trade Adele for a Scherzer who's thirty three. Right. I don't know. Yeah. And then for what for him to win six more games for us this year and I'm and just you, another year or two of maybe good Scherzer. I I just don't think you do that because Adele is a guy who's going to slide into you know the Cole Calhoun spot if he did. You know, Angels don't re-sign him or you know when Upton's contract is over, you slide him in. You know what I mean? Like you right, just don't yeah. trade a. The number one prospect like that. He's as of right now, he's thirty four years old. Yeah, he nah, signed pass. he signed till twenty twenty two. No, but thirty four? Yeah. So I I don't think Pitcher? I don't think nah. Yeah. And not and, for Joe Adele. Yeah, not for Joe Adele who can be a, a, a another great uh player for the Angels in, you know, uh, for what, six, seven years when he's until his free agent part comes up. So that would be something really interesting to see. But yeah, I it's that time of the year where a bunch of um where a bunch of rumors start flying and, and whether or not they have any kind of truth to them, I seriously doubt. Yeah, my thing to everybody is although we always want the Angels to win every game, be realistic and know that they're not gonna win the World Series this year. We're more than likely not gonna make the playoffs this year. Except that. You know, take little victories here and there where you can. And I, I me, I'm hoping that they, they they're a above 500 team. And I'm 100% okay with that yeah. this season. Of course, you're I building. want them to win every single you're game. You're building. You're building. Yeah, but exactly. I'm realistic where I'm not just going to go and get – they're going to go get a pitcher for one year and give up freaking Joe Adele right. just for them to maybe get into the playoffs. That's not worth it, guys. Yeah. It's not, it's not worth it money-wise. I, I don't think that's smart money. And, again, too, the, what people, people are caught up on, I think – they want to see big money being spent, but I think now with the teams like the A's, teams like the the Devil Rays or the Rays now, sorry, um, teams like that where they don't have a big, flex, big income, big you know, big time money to spend, but yet they're still winning. Yeah. So now you're taking these big market teams that are um, being not. I want to. I don't want to say cheap because they're not being cheap because they're spending money, but they're spending it 
smartly. They're not just throwing it out there. I mean, the Yankees, when's the last time you saw like, the Yankees sign a true free agent to a big contract? Yeah. Maybe to keep their dude in-house? Yeah. But to sign a guy? Stanton was the last guy. Well, Stanton was a trade. It wasn't. That well, wasn't, yeah, but that they picked up the, the contract. Right, but, but look how young he did. Yeah, he's young. He's, he's young. young. He's That's young. What I'm, yeah, my, yeah. my whole point is when the dude runs out of his contract, there's a good chance he's going to be 28, 29 yeah, for yeah. whatever player. Yeah. And now you're going to offer him a six-year deal on top of that? No. Yeah, like no. if you want to eat up a contract and he's 24, 25, right. but the team can't afford him, yeah. then that's one thing. But to wait till he's 30 and then offer him a six-year deal, that yeah. doesn't make any sense to any team. Like, And I think a lot of teams are seeing that now. You saw that with Keiko. You saw that with Kimbrell. And, and that's going to be something we're going to have to see as the right. season goes on. But um, – you gotta be smart with the money. You just can't throw it yeah. around thinking you're no. going to you're going to uh, solve the problem. The other that thing way. that's been bothering me too is the whole manager situation. He hasn't even coached a full freaking season, guys. Relax. Or half a season. And 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 even with that, even with that, guys, like everyone wanted Sosha gone. There was no great manager that the Angels could have signed between when Sosha Joe stopped, Madden, duh. but he was signed. To, he was signed to a contract. No, Joe Madden, I don't care. Yeah. Joe Madden, like they couldn't. So I'm not saying that they got the, the, the best of the worst or anything like that, but I'm saying who did you expect them to go and get? They couldn't go and get anybody. They, they got a guy who was in-house already. Give him a shot. He hasn't even managed a half a season yet. And look at all the injuries the Angels have had on this team. The manager can only be as good as what he has to work with. Okay, exactly. so relax. Everybody just needs to calm down. The Angels, uh, there's no need to fire Osmus yet. Okay, this team was not built to win this season. Like, what did you guys expect him to, like, take us to the promised land this year with the team that we have and the pitching staff that we had? The unproven unproven pitching staff that we have? Like, really, seriously. Like, be realistic, guys. Be realistic. Yeah, it's... It's something to where, yeah, as Johnny throws the mic across the room. Um, no, dude, it, it, you're right though. Osmus, is he a good is he a good manager? I don't know. Is I don't he a bad yet. manager? I don't know. I don't know yet. It's we, June. It's June. Not even July. Like in his first season, and the teams right around 500 where I expected them right. to be. It just I, don't, I think people had miss what what kind of expectations that I think that's have. what it was. I, think I, don't, I don't know weird what? expectations to what. Um, People say lead by example, but what do you mean by example? Like, how, I don't understand that. that that's that's stupid. Because what, 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 what by example? He can't go out there and hit the damn ball. Exactly. What do you, what do you, what do you want him to do? <laughs> oh, he doesn't show emotion. Well, neither did Garrett Anderson. Neither did Tony Gwynn. And, and they that's were great so players. overrated. And I we've don't been, understand what. These... And we've been in. We've been in this. I know it's. it's I know it's single A, and I know it's it's minor league baseball. But we've been in the Inland Empire, sixty sixers dugout. I don't know how many times. There isn't. A single person, a single, and these are kids that might react to a little raw, raw, maybe a little more than the you know ten year old or ten year vet. Um, but there's not a role. These guys are professionals. You think you need to be raw, raw to get these guys going? If they don't, can't be self motivating. I don't, I don't know what what you can do. Somebody said, learn to give an interview talk. Oh, that with is people. so horrible. That not- is such. That is such BS. Who cares about the interview? Oh my god! Yeah, that's if you're judging a, a, a on manager, an interview. You are looking at the wrong thing. He's not here to make a good. Now we're now now everyone's just nitpicky at that oh, point because dude, because oh because what God, what difference does it make? What difference does it make? What he says to the press, I could care less as long as he's winning games. I don't care if he talks or doesn't talk to the press at all. And I'm quote unquote a part of the press. Bill Belichick. Bill yeah, Thank he you. talks so great. Bill Belichick, good good one, Chris. His, and, and look and look, I'm not an Osmus Homer. I'm just. Being realistic, I can't. What? It's June. 
What did you guys expect Brad Ausmus to do for the Angels? What did, did you guys expect us to win the World Series? Did you expect him to take us to the World Series this yeah, season? Yeah, it, it, no, I don't no. understand. That, that that that's what I'm like. At the end of the season, if the Angels are 20 games under 500, then I'm like, okay, what happened? Something has to be done. I, I, I'm not even gonna lie either. I you think know? the managerial position is so now so overrated. So I mean, overrated. You, uh, in, no, in only way, because only way. because in now everything's analytical, and I like it because everything about probability. Everything's about probability. Every, hey, he 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 hits the ball to left field seventy five percent of the time. Guess what? You're shifting that way now. I mean, there's not a whole lot of yeah. There's when to take one in, when to take one out. But I think people love 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 to play that. Play the outcome. They don't like, um, you know, if you if you come up to me and say, "Hey, this is a bad move," and then he the, the pitcher gives up a four a four run home run. Okay, then you're right, you're right. You called before, but if you just sit there, they bring a pitcher in, you don't say anything or anything, and then something happens. Oh, I knew it. I knew it was a bad move. Well, duh, because it didn't work out, but doesn't mean it was a bad move. Right. Well, I mean, somebody said that uh, on there that. He's cost us ten games. So you're saying if he didn't cost how, us ten games, how, we'd how? be ten games over five hundred. I don't. I don't think this team would is ten game that good to how be do, ten games over five hundred. How can you? How can you say that? And like, and I, I know people are just saying it. Well, they were saying that about Sosha too. Right. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. And I get it. It's emotional. People are emotional, and that's great. That's great. But if you're going to come back with he cost us ten games, tell me when and where and how that's different, and don't play the result. If you want to say, well, he should have done this because the numbers said this, then that's fine because that's what numbers say. But don't say he cost us 10 games because he made his right decision, even though maybe on paper it's the right decision. Right. But it turned out with the wrong result. Right. It, it, oh, well, fuck yeah. Somebody mentioned Dave Roberts, but I can't see that from this far away. He's blind. Uh, but it, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's frustrating to me that everyone wants him fired when it's June on a team. June 14th. On a team that I – didn't pick to make the playoffs. Like, then, they're a 500 team. They're 500 team. They're one game under right now. I don't understand what. And then, and then we. Baseball, baseball's so funny, though, too, because it is a team sport. By definition, it is a team sport. But it is a team sport that is kind of low key an individual sport. You get what I'm saying? When you're at bat, there's nothing else that's going on that affects you. It's between you and the pitcher. So whether. You know, in football or in basketball, if 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 a play, if you're running a play, if the left guard doesn't do his job, it affects the quarterback because now he doesn't have time or the running back. Right. In baseball, if the, the whoever's up third doesn't run out a a ground ball and he gets out, that has no effect on the fourth batter. Right. It, it, it's over. It's not right. like oh, now he did that. Now you now you're up with a one strike before you even get in the back. It's it's a very much individual sport. Right. That is kind of like a team sport. So. It comes down to individuals, and I yeah. think no, the no, managerial no. position is he fills out the lineup. He card. fills the lineup card, and if you want to say, "Oh, because he shifts it around every day," yeah, because there's a different player every day because people are getting fucking hurt. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how us to put it that way, but yeah. somebody mentioned that like Bochi and Roberts Bochy and retiring. are I mean, are better a, are better managers. No one's. I'm not yeah. saying that they're not. I'm but not. You, I'm not saying that Osmus is a great manager or a good manager. I'm saying I don't know. Remember well, Bochi when he was in San for Diego him to get fired? San Diego. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes to San Francisco and all, what he all of a sudden learned how to manage now or did he just have better players? I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not calling. Well, yeah, but it wasn't yeah. nowhere near like I'm he not did calling it in San for Osmus's head. I'm not like it's June 14th. Lestella, that's a great call. It's June 14th, guys. It's June 14th, 
and 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 everyone wanted Sosha gone so bad. Oh, dude, it's so funny how people flip yeah. on that. And, oh, and, and, it's and, so and, funny how people flip on that. But who? The thing to me is, who? The, it was either going to be. Yeah. It was either going to be Brad Osmus or Eric Chavez. I think we're the front runners. You think Eric Chavez is going to be that much better? No one was out there for the Angels to go out there and get to be a better manager than Brad Osmus. Now, tell me in two years if you know if. If Joe Madden is available, well, yeah, of and, course and, I'll take Joe Madden. Well, yeah. But he wasn't available at the time. But that's why too. Osmus has what he only, they only gave him like a three year contract. Yeah. So after, so, so after, so during that second year, so during that second yeah. year, if, if it's still like this with better players, then yeah, you only of eat, course. And then but it comes financially, and then you can eat the last year, no big deal. Whatever, not even half on. the season yet. Not even half the season. And again, I'll reemphasize: the team is one game under five hundred. Just the team that we all expect them to be. So how can you? Why would you? I, I just uh. no. I think no. There's just a lot of GMs and managers out there that think they know what's going on, but it's it's just no. It it yeah. Again, I, I'm not an Osmus fan. John, Johnny's is going USA. I'm not an Osmus fan. I'm not an Osmus homer. But who? What the? What? Fire him and then who's gonna fill? Who's gonna come in and do a there's best no, job right now? There's no, yeah, there's, I, I don't know. Because the players, players don't it. change. Yeah, the exactly. The same. same freaking team. So what you're telling me that that you know uh, Simmons and Upton and uh, Trout need like special motivation to go out there and play the game? To me, that's the stupidest. They thing. They get paid more than the guy. That guy, you well, know. No shit. Yeah, I'm gonna argue with the highest paid player in baseball, and guess who's gonna win that argument nine times or ten times out of ten? It's gonna be Trout. You know, yeah. it's it's not it's not yeah. high school baseball. It's not college baseball where the coach actually has some say in the matter and and all that stuff. I think, and I kind of feel this about. Most sports, I'm not going to say all sports, but most sports, the older you get, which means um, high school, college, pros, the, the more advanced you get, the less the coaching matters. Yeah. A manager, no, yeah, you're, a manager you're in high school right. you're 100% can make right. – he might cost a team 10 games. Absolutely. But a man, to say a manager cost a team 10 games June 14th yeah. is absolutely – Crazy, yeah, crazy. So you're telling me they win those ten games? They're ten, nine games over five hundred right now. Nah, this team's not. But yeah, show me what ten games. The team's not that good. Cody Allen probably is the worst free agent reliever yeah, ever. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. I'll admit, I'll admit that. But Definitely, but for uh, sure. Estella is pretty good. Otani's probably the best free agent we've ever yeah, signed. Uh, uh, Brian Goodwin turned out to be a good okay. steal. Uh, re-signing Mike Trout wasn't a bad deal either. Drafting Canning was a pretty good idea. Drafting too. Joe Adele wasn't bad as well. Uh, a guy like Brandon Marsh isn't too bad. Yeah, you know <laughs> how that goes. Trading for Buttry, damn, that didn't work out at all. Um, you know, picking up someone like Noe, it, you know, it could be better. Yeah, but no, and, and then that's part of the, the thing too. And I get it, fans, we're both fans. There's gray. You're not. It's like they expect you to be the best, or you get cut. No, you're not going to be the best. You're not going to be the worst. There is a ton of gray. Yeah. Like if you're on a scale of one to ten, and one being your cut, ten being your Hall of Famer, right. there's a lot, a lot of guys that are in well, that sixth, seventh, eight kind of range. I'll tell you this right now: Mike Sosha's first year, second year as manager, the Angels were 42 games behind first place. What did they do the very next year? I don't know. They won the World Series. I know. I was just playing. So, I mean, you guys need to really just kind of. Take a take take just relax. Take your and this team is exactly the team that they are right now. This is what they are. They're a five hundred team. Yeah, and Re- look, they're a five hundred team, and they've it. been a five hundred, which is fine. But that's been part of the, the the problem with the Angels organization the last handful of years is that they have neglected the farm system, and now it's caught up with you. Now 
Epler's coming in and rebuilt the whole system. Right. The whole system. I understand that not everyone liked the Awesomeness signing. I get that. Okay, that's fine. But that's a guy they who, ended up choosing. Who, 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 okay. who were they going to get? Re- no, realistically, though, too, because I guess you, I guarantee you that Eric person. Eric Chavez is only I guarantee guy. you that person comes back and says Madden. He wasn't available. He wasn't available. He, not even Frank. So, nobody so, was available so at the time. It, yeah, if you didn't like the Oscars firing, great. That's fine. I understand that. But yeah, no one was available. who was your better could. option? And if you and if you just said, like, I don't know, but he wasn't very good. Well, then don't talk yeah. to me. Well, the, yeah, because there's no, there was no, who else are they going to get? Eric Chavez was the other front runner. And he's never, never no coached, manager, he's manager never experience at the major league at level at all. And he pretty much had the same position. Osman said he was like a special advisor to the GM, so they're for the most part doing the same job last year mm-hmm. as as so, as each other. So it wasn't like oh he got more you know. And I'll be honest, I wasn't thrilled with the Osman signing, but again, I said, well, I mean, I guess, I mean, what are we going to do? There's who else? Who oh, else? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You know? Yeah. I mean, and, and so many people want to come back and just be like, and John throws a mic. Good, good thing. Yeah. Good thing, you know, these mics are sturdy because John's already thrown the mic a couple of times. Um, but no, for the most part, though, it's like if you want to say, if you have an opinion, which is great. And no, we yeah, love I, We love opinions. Yeah, because I like doing this. Yeah. But if you're going to, but if your opinion's based on because I just feel that way, get out of here. If you want to come and say, hey, it's because of X, Y, and Z, and, and this is what, then great. Come. Share, email, do all that stuff. But if you're just gonna come, I don't like office. Why? I just don't. Well, then that doesn't make any fucking sense. Now you're like sound like a five year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, conversation is great about Osmiths. We'll go back and forth all day, but don't come with here and with I don't like him. Why? I just don't. At the end of the year, when the season is over and this team is twenty five games under five hundred, then I'm with you. Yeah. Fire his yeah. ass. Get him done with. But if he's at 500 or two or three games, 500, and you don't That's, even know how, and you don't even know how the season, if, if everyone gets back healthy and all of a sudden they make a run and now they finish the season five games, if he finishes the game, finish the season five games above 500 and misses the playoffs, are you going to be pissed? Why the hell do you not want J.C. Ramirez and Keenan Miller to come back in the middle of the season? I mean, okay, I think you're trying to troll us now. I don't yeah, want to. I'm not going to answer that one. We got another Jason on the on I, the I line. Know. I'm not going to answer that one. Um, but yeah, so no, yeah, again, uh, I love this. So you know, again, it's June 14th. So and this team is exact doing exactly what I expected them to do. And the Devil Rays are a good fucking team. So oh, no matter what happens team, yeah. the rest of the series, that's fine. If you split two and two, that's fine. The Devil Rays are a good team, and they didn't build it by spending a bunch of money on free agents. Yeah. I can't really see all the questions from here. So uh, we got tired of Albert doing crap when the guys on base most of the time get big hits. Then he it doesn't matter. Yeah, once it comes through, but today guys on base earlier could have broken the game open. Yeah, but it's yeah. baseball. Your baseball is a game of failure. So guess what? If you fail three times or you fail seven times out of ten, you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So to sit here and think that Albert's going to come up to base every single time and produce, you're watching the wrong sport. Go watch basketball. They they score free throws at ninety percent clip. They they produce. Um, well, the reasons why because the they were in Tommy John. Tommy John is no joke. Oh, but they've had plenty of time already. It's been over time. a year been already. Over a year. They're yeah. not rushing them back. No. As a matter of fact, they're taking their time. But with at them a certain point, you need it. to get them in the game and yeah. see what they can do and see. Yeah. And not only that, but you have to instill confidence in those players. That they know when I throw my fastball, when I throw my slider, when I throw my curveball, that it's gonna my elbow's not gonna explode. It's more about a confidence thing at that point than maybe um, production. To answer your question, Sosha stepped down. The Angels didn't fire him, so they oh, couldn't yeah. kept. So, well, someone said yeah. might as well have kept Sosha. He stepped down. Yeah, and I think it so, showed too that he didn't go around. Yeah. Like, he's not coaching right now. 
Yeah, no. If it was like he was fired and he still kind of wanted to do it, I think he would have signed on yeah. with the team. At least maybe not as a manager, but as like a special assistant to GM or owner in the state kind of connected to the game. He's not doing any of that right now. So I think he stepped down because, you know, maybe it was just time for him and being in one spot for the I, long. I really- never uh, ragged on social for being a 500 uh, guy. Um because oh, no. this team has the been talent. a 500 team for yeah. the last five years, have, I, I again, don't understand. Again, like I like to make the I like to make the connection to other sports because people they weren't going to fire him. His contract was up at the end of the year. Yeah, he so, wasn't going to get fired. His contract so, was done. So for, he was done. For, yeah, for people that like, so you, know, you have no sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His contract was over at the end of the year. Yeah, and if you wanted in, he could have had. He could have. You know how easy it would have been for Artie Moreno to be like, you know what, you step down. Come up to the office with me yeah. and give you a cake job. No, he he's just probably, he's probably tired. He wants a break from baseball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, twenty years with the t- with the Angels. Yeah, but no, like like I was saying, he did not have one more year. He was done at the end of the of last year. At the end of last year. Yeah, go can... ahead and check. Go ahead and check. Screenshot it. Send it in our DMs. DMs are open. Yeah. Um, but no, like basketball. LeBron, best player in basketball. He can touch the ball every single time down the field or down the court. He if you wanted to. Trout can't do that. Trout can only impact the game. Four, maybe five times offensively in a single game. It'd be different if he got an at-bat every single inning, regardless. Yeah. Then, yeah, the best player in baseball would make a bigger difference. But he doesn't. So that's why not only is the 25-man roster important, the 40-man roster is important. That takes even more time to develop. You need you need depth. Angels haven't had depth. And now, finally, that they're getting some, it's young depth, so it's coming. It's not yeah. here yet. Yeah. So give this process time. Give Epler a little bit more time because he's – I think it, Epler's done a he's great, it. Done a Epler's great job. Earned it. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at that. Look at that farm system. It's yeah, incredible. I mean, it's it's a world different than from when he took over. I mean, you have guys that were like the number one pick or number one or number two like prospect that can't even get into the majors right now like Dice yeah. or Ward. They can't be up here consistently. And that was like four years ago. Yeah. And you should they should be developed enough to be in this be an everyday player. Yeah. Especially being out of college, you're already more developed, but they're not. So that comes back to again the the, the GM prior the Depoto and all that stuff. So, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things where you have to let the season play out. I mean, it's simple. Yeah. Uh, this bah. team is is what is scared of five. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. they're right. They're a game under or. Well, good. we talked about that last time. Was uh, at the end of the at the end of the year, if they're five games under five hundred, I'm not surprised. If they're at five hundred. I'm not surprised if they're five games over 500. I'm a bit surprised, but eh. <laughs> yeah, this team. And again, you know, I, I, we kind of talked about it last week. What what Epler's doing, what the Angels are trying to do, is the hardest thing in the. They're trying to they're trying to rebuild this team without tanking. You guys, like I know the Astros because they could have gone they could have gone the tanking route and lost 100 and games. You guys would be freaking oh, jumping dude. off the freaking roof. They right could have they could have pulled the Astros and yeah, it worked out for them. But they lost like 100 games like three years in a yeah. row. Like you, you do you see? Oh, can you imagine? That? Oh, our dude. angels! Oh man, I I love you guys, but you guys would drive me insane. I love it though, right? I love it. Yeah, I, I, I angels are trying to do the hardest thing in, in, in sports, yeah. bar none, is the is to form a team without tanking and getting high draft picks. That's the hardest thing to do in sports, regardless of what sport it is. Yeah. All right. I think I'm done because I think I need to go take some blood pressure medication. Johnny needs a nap after that. You should have seen the steam coming out of his ears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sugar up, sugar up. But uh, yeah, anyway, if you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns for the show, go ahead and email us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. That's allangelspodcast at gmail.com. 
And uh, Facebook or Facebook and Twitter is uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, Instagram and Twitter, same, Halo underscore Haven. Something new we are going to be doing um, soon, sooner rather than later. Um, we have put, we have started a, a YouTube page. So for some of the past interviews we've done, they're on there. I mean, we're talking about JC. We're talking about Chris Rodriguez. We're talking about some other players. Justin Upton. I don't put Justin Upton. That was like a three-minute thing. But anyways, hey, yeah. It's all good. But we will be at the All-Star Game, the, the single-A All-Star Game at Sam and Well on Tuesday. We'll put videos on there. Eventually, we will be putting clips of the podcast on the on YouTube. Go subscribe, view if you miss anything, or just maybe you want to see a certain part of, of the um, podcast. You can go there, view it, watch it at home, watch it on your phone. doesn't matter. But, um, again, it, it's going to be the All Angels podcast. Look for it. Um, we'll probably shoot out a link. Or if you go to Instagram, it is the link in the bio. So, again, um, interviews from the past are going to be on there. We're going to put something together for the All-Star game uh, next week. So expect that out probably like either Wednesday night, Thursday morning um, with the Home Run Derby, Fan Fest, the game, etc. cetera. So, um, Go Kings. Uh, yeah, he's a king guy. Yeah, we can't we can't save them all. We cannot save them all. But you know, whatever. So yeah, so that's the the new stuff again. Halo underscore Haven on Twitter and on Instagram. All Angels Podcast at Gmail dot com and All Angels Podcast on YouTube. Cool, awesome. So that's gonna wrap it up. I am Johnny Blaze. Uh, or Johnny Mags. Mags. Wrong, Whoa, podcast. wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. I am John- Johnny Big Time. Yeah, there you go. This that should be yeah. Johnny Morrissey. There you Ooh, go. I like that one. And we're going to have a new co-host. And you are? Dan Garcia. And for Chris, the curator Johnson. I remember my name. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to wrap it up for us this week. Catch us next week. Same time, same channel, same everything else. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. 
The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.